<laughs> Guys, our food is so close to us. <laughs> oh, I forgot we got food. <laughs> Where is that? What Are We is the podcast everyone's up talking about. Just two gal pals chatting it up about stuff that matters with an extra side of vocal fries. I'm Sandra. I'm Latana. And this is... What are we? This week on What Are We? We talk about Queen Bee. Plus... Yogurt. Delish. And calisons. Which obviously means we're talking about moms. moms. <laughs> so there's this yogurt commercial that I saw. I think it was actually during The Bachelorette a while back. Oh shit. We always fast forward our commercials. Yeah. This was the one time I was watching not the day after and so I was watching all these commercials and it was the most awful thing ever but this commercial came on and I was like oh this is like a super fun commercial of all these like women being super badass I wonder what it could be advertising like I had no idea plot twist ends up being a yogurt commercial what (laughs) 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 yeah it's a fucking yo play commercial wait I want to watch this oh hey it's me mom out here in public, catching some side eye. Ooh, side eye is good. First rule of motherhood: someone's always judging. Breastfeeding in the park. didn't work out. Guess what? World still turning. This is such badass music. Go to work. I'm missing his childhood. Stay at home. Well, I have no ambition. Yeah, I bribe my kids. How else do you think stuff gets done around here? Oh my god. No, I'm not the grandma. Do I look like her grandma? Mom's special juice. It's wine. <laughs> Yoga pants? Big fan. I think this is my favorite mom of all time. Too much? How do you think I got the name mom in the first place? <gasps> now, if you think that's shocking, check this out. Good old-fashioned yolk wine. It's not made with cage-free Norwegian hemp milk. And guess what? What? She loves it. Like, these women are just crushing it. You know what is so interesting about that video? And maybe this was the point and why you showed it to me. But, like, those were the coolest moms. They were so cool. Like, sexy mom, Lego, uh, legging mom. Like, Lego mom. <laughs> Lego mom. <laughs> That'd be a cool mom, though. Um, wine mom. Yeah, wine mommy was up. Bribery yeah. mom. I love bribery mom. Bribery mom was great. <laughs> Big mood. Yeah. And I just feel like that's, like, not a side that you ever see portrayed of moms. Moms are portrayed as, like, not cool and, like, frumpy. Yeah, and like, just, Obama's like, mom jeans. They weren't even dad jeans. Didn't yeah. they call them mom jeans? Yeah. And it's, like... I mean, not to be, like, gender, but, like, I feel like, like, dad jeans aren't a thing. Dad jokes are a thing. But dad jokes are cool. and Or, like, dad hats. Those are fun and cool. I just, like, <laughs> it's freaking patriarchy sometimes, man. <laughs> Bringing us all down all the time. But I guess to counter that, like, there are some moms out there who are super cool. And, like, I'm thinking of, like, celebrities. True. Um, number one mom. Beyonce. Oh my god. The holy mother. (laughs) Mother of three. Uh, Yeah, but yeah, so actually, I guess it's been a month since she had her twins, Mm -hmm. Sir Carter and Rumi. The blessed day. (laughs) A national, an international intergalactic holiday. Wait, you have like a weird thing about their names though, don't you? Okay, yeah, because she posted so... Let me just preface this by saying something that I think we all know, which is that Beyonce 
is very selective with what she shares with the public and because of that I think she's very deliberate and like knows what she's doing and so she unveiled her babies um unveiled as in air quotes via a picture on Instagram um in classic Beyonce like fashion the most amazing like Michelangelo picture yeah. it's like flowers and she's like cradling them and it's so beautiful if you haven't seen it, honestly like why are you listening to us? But yeah, so she was like, oh, it's been a month. She had, like, had some caption, but referred to her children as Sir Carter and Rumi, which but begs the isn't... question. So is it Sir Carter, Knowles Carter, and Rumi Knowles Carter? Or is it Sir Carter and Rumi Knowles Carter? Like, I just don't know what, like, Maybe the it's nomenclature Rumi Knowles. is. Maybe she, like, doled out a last name per baby. Maybe. What a good mom that she has us all talking about her mom shit. Yeah, I feel like I gave birth to twins. Yeah. I'm so happy for her. I'm happy for me. I'm happy for you. Congrats on our twins. She knew we were in a time of darkness and And she she, gave us light. Yes. Two light. (laughs) Two lights. A sun and a moon, but at the same time. Yeah. In the same sky. Thanks, Beyonce. Kim Kardashian, I feel like, is like a sexy mom. Mm -hmm. Like, sometimes I feel like you're like a sexy mom. You got that milk. Ooh, Chrissy Teigen, another oh, sexy mom. So sexy. The thing with Chrissy Teigen, who is not the thing. The thing with Chrissy Teigen's internet trolls. She's a fantastic mom to Luna, one of the cutest babies on planet Earth. Luna invented cuteness. Like she's all cheeks and eyes, like, which is like a good formula for eyes. a baby. Yes. <laughs> the, the appropriate eye to cheek ratio, I would yes, say. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, but like Chrissy Teigen. Out of, like, literally, I think anyone that I've seen gets, like, the most harassment about not parenting Luna correctly. Like, she'll get, like, a ton of comments about you're holding your baby wrong. I, like, once saw a post, and it was, like, um, I guess Luna has, like, eczema on her face or something. A normal baby thing. Like, a normal baby thing. Babies are a disgusting mess. True. But, like, I just saw a post by Chrissy being, like, for everyone who's asking, like, Luna has eczema and we're taking care of it. And I was just like, why are you bothering her about, like, her baby's skin? Like, obviously, she, like, she, Chrissy, knows her baby better than... the mom knows how to take care of the kid. Yeah, I just, yeah, it's very frustrating just to see, like, so much harassment towards a woman. Like, the other thing she gets harassment about is using in vitro fertilization, Hmm. which is, like, bizarre because, like, she wanted to have a baby, and presumably she tried the other ways to have a baby, and then that's (laughs) what she ended up having. And it's not like it was a secret that she, and she gets, like, weird harassment about it. Which is, like, super annoying because, like, I feel like it's not the same way for dads. Like, for example, DJ Khaled... A very famous dad with a now True. very famous baby, a mogul baby, some might say. 2017 has been wild. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I'm not seeing all of this, I'm, like, I'm not seeing criticism directed towards oh DJ my God, Khaled you're right. for, like, DJ Khaled has pimping baby out his baby. Fish characters as yeah. Well. Maybe pimping out his baby is, like, strong that language, but, strong. like, you know, like, but he's, like, it. producing albums and, like, it's on, he's, like, a very public child and I feel like if it was a woman if DJ Khaled was a woman doing these same actions with her baby like people yeah, wouldn't be embracing would be this furious. action people would be like let your baby just like like be a be baby, a baby. yeah stop making your baby like do all this stuff yeah that's such a good point so uh, yeah sexism congratulations you played yourself
for babies. Like I can, mom, if you're listening. I'm gonna wait an appropriate amount of time until I'm financially stable and have like a partner. Or like maybe not, we'll see. But yeah, eventually, I love them. Mm-hmm, can't relate. Oh no. I say what? Yeah, this is not a secret about me, I don't think. I don't know, I feel like I talk about my disdain for... You might have mentioned it like once or twice, but continue. Yeah. I just like have a whole laundry list of reasons why I don't envision children in my future. Because you don't like cuteness? Okay, so actually to that I will say I do appreciate a good baby. Tiny hands. Tiny hands, big cheeks. And then they're tiny (laughs) shoes. You're like, what is that shoe for? You're not going to walk anywhere. You're one month old. Like, babies are really cute from afar. That's fair. And when they're not, like, screaming or, like, smelling or sticking. They do scream and smell and stick quite a bit. Mm -hmm. That's, like, their three best things that they do. Like, they're most talented. Yeah, they're very good at these things, Mm -hmm. which, like, you do you, baby, but, like, not in my sphere. Okay. Yeah. Wait, so what are... I want to hear your laundry list. I guess the first thing is, like... I don't want my body to go through any dramatic changes like that if I can No, that's it. for sure real, because that shit is so scary. Yeah, it's terrifying. It's like an alien in your stomach. Literally. You're like, what's going on in there? I don't know. Yeah, you're like just feeling a baby kicking think, around. Like, sometimes I just think about having like, yeah, a thing in you, all alive and shit. Like a sentient being. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so that's the first thing. Um, another thing is just... I'm bad at babies. I don't know how to <laughs> act around them. I don't know like what words and like voices to use with them because I will talk to a baby like the way I'm talking now, but that's not how normal people talk to babies. Science does show that that's actually better for the baby's vocabulary and like really? mental processing. Mm-hmm. So baby actually, talks like not good. I'm a pioneer. Yeah. But I don't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's next on the list? Let's hear it. Um. I feel like having a baby, or I guess getting pregnant and then birthing and subsequently raising a baby would be like a huge derailment personally to my career and just my life developments. (laughs) Girl, we were going to talk about this later. Yeah. And so I just like, I don't want to have to go through the, like thinking about like, do I want to take time off of my job and like be a stay-at-home mom and raise my child or do I want to like be a full-time working mom and like deal with like whatever decisions I have to make surrounding that like I just like these aren't these are decisions that I just don't want to make can I say that's like super legit Uh yes I totally agree can you think a man ever having that being a reason why you don't want to have a kid society is so fucked up (laughs) continue Yeah, I know that this is, like, one of your favorite things to talk about. So I love I'm this topic! very excited for later in the pod, sneak peek listeners. Um, raising, I think there's just, like, a lot of science out there that just talks about, like, the environmental impact of, like, being a human in this, like, our current world and, like, raising a child and just all of the waste and, like, carbon footprint that is, like, generated just by, like, existing in our society, especially I think here in the United States where we kind of live a life of excess. Um, And as someone who likes to think of herself as very environmentally minded, our earth is already going to shit. And I just like want to minimize 
like my impact towards like climate change as much as I can control. And I just think that having children is something that I don't have to do and therefore won't do. Um, That's super legit. Finally, just like being a black woman and a black person in the United States, but also honestly anywhere in the world, um, my body and bodies like mine aren't valued and aren't seen as being worthy of living. And so if I, I just do not want to willingly bring a black child into this earth knowing that they're not going to be seen as equals and not going to be valued at like as highly as they should be. Um, and it's like, I can't imagine how scary it is for black parents to like raise their children. Mm -hmm. And like, just, I just feel like that'd be such a scary thing to like send your children off to school or like wherever every day and like not know what's going to happen. Um, and so that's just something that I don't, like, I personally don't want to, like, have these conversations with a child. I don't want to live with this fear of, like, like raising a child in, like, America who also is Black um, and just, like, not knowing, like, what could happen to them. Those are also legitimate. Yeah, and I guess also to that, because whenever I tell people, especially older women, that I don't, that I know that I don't want to have children. They're like, oh, that'll change. Or, yeah, that was oh, my next question is like, like how often do you get like, every oh, time? of course you don't like patronizing smile. Every single time. And my mother, I love her to bits, but she's also very guilty of this. And every time I, she knows that I don't want to have children. I've mentioned this to her several times, but I think sometimes she has selective memory. And so every time it's like, oh, what? You don't want to have children, but children are great. She is an educator and works with young children, so she loves children a lot. Mm -hmm. And, like, another comment I've gotten, too, is, oh, well, you can adopt children, which, like, I think adoption is, like, a beautiful and, like, amazing thing, but I just, like, literally do not want to raise a child. Yeah, that checks, <laughs> like, like one of the reasons off the list. Yeah, like, I don't okay, have the time or energy or, like, wants to raise another human no, child. I have, if I may, I have, I have questions. Hit me. Okay. Well, so, I guess, like, one of them, as you said, mostly older women are like, hmm, like, of course you'll want children eventually. Do you think that part of that might be, like, just, like, a change in generational attitudes? Like... Of just, like, having it be a switch in purpose for women? I think it could be, because I haven't gotten those comments from younger men or women or people who are our generation or that, like, we associate with. But, yeah, I think it's definitely a shift in priorities. Like, I feel like a lot of young people today are not prioritizing, like, raising a child or, like, getting married even. Um, mm -hmm. And, I mean, I'm speaking for myself, but... I don't think that I'm alone in this, but it's like I prioritize spending or I would want to prioritize spending my income on things that are not children. Mm -hmm. Wait, so I do have a question. Hit me. Another one. Another one. Another one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so like what are your plans that you don't want a baby to derail? What's happening? What an excellent question. Like, what is this career business that I care of? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't have very concrete plans as you can see my GRE book is currently propping up my microphone said GRE book has not been cracked open yet I have oh, not yeah, cracked open this cold one nice and clean. 
Um, I don't know, like I don't know what my future holds, but I just know that it's not a baby. interesting about all of this what? is that it skirts and actually dives right into one of my absolute favorite topics in the oh, whole what world. Is it? Oh, it is the gender wage gap. <laughs> dun 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 dun. <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think Ooh. a very interesting thing about the gender wage gap is a lot of it stems from women having to take time off when they have children. And so, like, there have been a lot of studies that have looked at women right out of college. Um, there was one, I think it was the Chicago Business School study, that looked at graduates of Chicago Business School three years out of college, and then I don't remember how many years after. And, like, immediately after, men and women were making similar to the same amounts. I think men were still making, like, very slightly more, but it was, like, 100. Like, it was, like, not that much. But then looking five, ten years out, all of a sudden the gap starts to get really large and it's because women started having babies and then they had to drop out of the labor force and even if you're dropping out for only three months, in a lot of careers that are higher paying, that time out of the office can be have a really significant impact on your salary or on your wage. I don't remember which one is which. <laughs> took some econ classes, guys, for fun. Um... <laughs> Uh, I think salary, now that I'm thinking about it. Um, but it can have a really severe impact. So, like, right, if you're a lawyer or if you're, like, an investor, having time out means that you are much less likely to be getting all the good clients because they're going to want someone that they can come to any time, not someone who's going to, like, take three months off. And also, like, three months is, like, an absurdly short amount of time to take off for say, a baby. Yeah. Right? That's, like, around the amount of time that I think you get for, like, good progressive organizations give you for, like, paid parental leave, which is, like, kind of insane. And I think that a lot of people are going to want to take more time off when they have a baby. But the other thing is that men, typically, like, a paid parental leave for a man, like, paid paternal leave, is, like, two weeks. Like, it's nothing. And then they're immediately expected to go back to work. And, like, two weeks is, like, a vacation, right? So, mm -hmm. like, that's not going to have a significant impact on pay. But, like, if a woman wants to have a kid, no matter what, it's going to have an impact. And so I think that... That's just, like, a super interesting problem that is, like, impacting women. And it's, I think part of it has to do with, like, this gendered expectation of the woman's the only one that's going to have to stay home and take care of the baby. And, like, true, like, on some levels, like, the mom does kind of need to be there. I mean, not always, but, like, it is helpful if you are breastfeeding your kid that you're there. And, like, definitely better for the baby to have, like, someone there touching the baby. Um... <laughs> Baby cuddles. Yeah, I guess nanny, though. Then you'd have to be really rich. It's just, like, all very insane. Um, and so I think another interesting study that I really like looks at um, lesbian couples that don't have kids Ooh. and finds that they have really similar wages to their male counterparts. And I guess, like, also single women that don't have kids or married women that don't have kids. But there's just, like, having babies has such a big impact on the wage gap. And it's just, like, such an interesting societal thing. Like, it's so ingrained in society that it's not expected that the dad's going to take time off and it is expected that the mom's going to take time off. And a lot of times that'll even impact companies that are looking to hire, right? You're not going to want to hire a woman who's in her young 20s if you know she's only going to be there for five years because you think that she's going to get married and have kids. You're going to hire a guy that's in their 20s even if he's going to have kids because he's not going to, like, take time off or maybe even drop out of the workforce, right? He's going to stay and continue, whereas it's the mom who is expected to take time out and so it's just all very fucked up 
And so I applaud you for closing the gender wage gap. <laughs> Thank you. I, I have a feminist icon. It's true. <laughs> like, no, it's like really impressive. And it's something that like I definitely struggle with because like I love kids and I want to have kids. Mm -hmm. But like also it's something that I'm super aware of and it's like not something I really want to contribute to. And so hopefully when the time comes, it's not like a choice I have to make and my partner will be able to take time off with me. And so at least if we're like bringing it down together, like it's like a zero sum impact. But like, it's like a problem. Like I would can picture a very happy life, like being at home with my kid, but also like, you know, most moms are out of the labor force for more than a year when they have a kid, right? You, your kid needs to be like three before you're going to put it in preschool. And like looking at childcare costs, like unless you have like a parent, like a grandparent that's like in the area or something, you're going to have to pay for somebody to take care of your kid anyways. I read a thing, and by thing I mean it was, I think it was a tweet, but it was saying that the average cost of childcare, I think for one year is like 20 something thousand dollars, and I don't know if that's nationally or just like in DC, but regardless, that's a ridiculous amount of money. It's so high, and I feel like that's like not even that much. Yeah. So there's like a lot of situations where... The parents are trying to decide whether they want to be a stay-at-home parent or have child care for their, their kid full-time. And a lot of times, child care costs are, I think that's actually in the low end, and a lot of times, child care costs are so high that parents are like, might as well stay at home because I'm going to be making the amount that I'm paying anyways to child care, and this way I get to like raise my kid. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, that decision is made based on who is making less money. And if mom's been out of the workforce already and dad's been working the whole time, that means that mom's likely the one that's going to be working at home because it makes financial sense. And it's just all, like, just so systemic. It's <laughs> just all so in there. You, you guys so can't see it, but Sandra is getting so heated, and there's a lot of hand motion, and there's, just, like, a lot of, like, like angry guys, head shaking. I don't shaking. know how to fix it, but, like, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm so stressed. I think another thing, too, is that domestic work, so, like, raising a child, but yes. also just, like, hanging out at home <laughs> is not viewed as work that should be paid for. And I don't know, I, I just think that that's so fucked up. Well, so that's like another interesting thing about economics. I got you, girl. Oh my god, you're literally a <laughs> fucking angel. <laughs> Guys, I'm so happy right now. I could talk about this for ages. If anyone wants to talk to me, someone just like call me on the phone and like we can chat. <laughs> I love this. Um, but yeah, so that's like a really messed up thing is economics was designed by men and as part of that, the only thing that they took in consideration when you look at like GDP or like any measure of productivity in a country is looking at paid labor. And there's a lot of labor that's done in households that's clearly unpaid, that's usually done by the mom because she is like the, the, the person that's the, the homemaker. And then... If the mom decides to get a job, someone else has to come in and do these, um, do like the homework. And so that's like a nanny or a maid or like a cook or any of these things. And so suddenly this unpaid labor becomes paid labor. And all of a sudden, oh, now it's like going to be counted towards productivity, which is pretty stupid because mom's been doing it the whole time anyways. And so I think that that's another aspect of just how like women are just like kind of ignored in like their achievement in their work in this country. So like I feel like one of the reasons I like get so passionate and freaky about this is that like growing up I definitely got like the opposite. Like my mom um, worked from the time I was five and my dad was a stay-at-home dad. And so it, it didn't seem weird to me. And then all of a sudden 
I don't even know when I like I realized that like I was having the opposite experience of everyone else and yeah. it was just like a really interesting yeah my mom worked throughout mine and my brother's like upbringing too um which yeah like I didn't realize that like not working was a norm Mm -hmm. um and I know that when my brother was born um my grandma my mom's mom came from Nigeria and stayed with us for a couple months like to help raise my brother like while my mom was off being a boss bitch Mm -hmm. which I don't know like I really I appreciate that we have great moms too okay let's say one great thing about each of our moms there's so many things there's so many things (laughs) (laughs) okay I'll go first though if that helps you think yeah. about more things, because I've been thinking about this for a bit. I talked to me yesterday. She's Aww. doing great. <laughs> um, my mom... Oh, shoot. There's so many things. You're right. Okay, but my mom is an amazing cook, which I know we just mm. talked about. But um, she really likes to plan dinner parties. And she gets really excited and always has a theme. And then she, like, looks for all these different recipes. And then she makes, like, the most amazing dinner and invites, like... A couple of her friends like I think it's like an exclusive Mark Woods dinner party now and like she kind how of do rotates. I get invited dude come to Vermont we will make you a fucking dinner party stop <laughs> everyone in this room gets a dinner party thanks Deb <laughs> yeah sorry mom <laughs> congratulations on the new dinner party <laughs> no but she like she gets so into it and she always has like themes and it's like Aww. really fun to just talk to her about it because I love cooking and I love food themes and it's just a wonderful thing she's such a good cook. That's impressive. Okay, your turn. <laughs> I guess one thing that I really... Oh, there's so many things. Like I said, she, like, worked throughout, like, raising me and my brother. And also raised us and was, like, a very... Was and is a very present parent. Like, it, like I never felt, like, neglected by her or, like, anything. Like I, Like, I feel like we were always, like, her priority. And, like, I really... I don't know, like, I think my mom is, like, a really good mom and, like, raised us very well, and, yeah, I just, like, respect, like, her work ethic, and I think that she's always, like, instilled that in, like, me and my brother that, like, you can work hard and, like, achieve your dreams, Mm -hmm. um, like, I've never... Did you say your mom had it all? Yeah, honestly, I think my mom, like, hey, ladies, like, you can have it all, like, she had or has her career, like, she has her family, like, she has her, like, social life and, like, extracurricular activities, like, I think that she's a good model of, like, how to be a mom, and, like, if... the sweetest thing I ever heard. And, like, if I intended on being a mom, I feel like I... There's, like, so much that I could and have learned from my mother that I could instill in future children. You're just gonna have haunt it into them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Get haunted into my kids too. Shout outs to all the moms out there. The only babies these ladies are having anytime soon would be food babies. Which brings us to our final segment for today What Are We the Food Fight? Question Yes. Is a calzona dumpling? <gasps> yes or yes? No! Yes. Absolutely not. 100% yes. Okay. <laughs> Explain. So, if we had to break down the fundamental elements of a dumpling, I would say that a dumpling is like a doughy exterior. You don't bake a dumpling. 
Can I finish my oral argument, Sandra? <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. Please Order continue. in the court. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't know what came over me. A dumpling mm-hmm. is a doughy outer or dough-based outer shell or outer pocket situation. For sure. Delicious with, pocket. With a filling. Correct. What is a calzone? If not a doughy outer it's shell like a situation over pizza, pizza. with a delicious pizza filling no okay yes. first of all a pizza dumpling actually that does sound good well it's a calzone it's no it's not a fucking calzone okay when you picture dumpling everyone you do not picture some two-handed food that's too large that's not a dumpling it could be a large it's like dumpling. a one to two bite situation not with that attitude. It's something you either steam or pan fry, or I suppose you could put it in, in a the soup. oven. Like, want to, no. A concept. <laughs> Literally. Okay, I'm going to let people, you talk. Would you ask, would you say an empanada is a dumpling? No. Yes. Would you say a Pop-Tart is a dumpling? No. Yes. Pop-Tarts, calzones, and empanadas are in their own category. We'll just call them like a... Dumpling. No. What? No. <laughs> They're, okay, anything that takes... More than two to three bites. Like, I think the biggest dumpling I've ever had would be, like, a three-biter. No, I've never even had a three-biter. Dumplings are two bites. Except for if it's a soup dumpling. But that's because the first bite's, like, a slurp. So, if you had to break down what you think a dumpling yeah. is. Okay. What are your, what are your like, bullet point dumpling Pocket criteria? Of dough. Mm-hmm. I give it to you. Thank you. Filled with a thing. Mm-hmm. Delicious. End of list. Just Either. kidding. <laughs> Either steamed pan-fried, or boiled, and must be two bites or less. What happens if there's a Guinness World Record for, like, largest dumpling? Oh, wait, that would be nice. But that would be two bites for a Godzilla. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a calzone, not just... Two bites. No, it's baked. You cannot have a baked dumpling. Person. That is absurd. I would never have a dumpling that had gone in the oven at any point. So you're you That's would never a eat a calzone. I did not say that. I actually That's... have had a calzone. If I hadn't had a calzone, I would have said so. I have not had a baked dumpling. I think I win this. I think that you're incorrect. Um, let's have the audience decide. But Applaud respect... if you think I'm right. <laughs> Okay, now applaud if you think Latana's right. Nope, that was no <laughs> For those that can't see, I was clapping both my hands and my feet. Y'all, it was so impressive. Like, she's so wrong, but like, now I'm impressed. But are you swayed by my <laughs> Not swayed by your false opinion. That's all we have for today. If you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter at What Are We Pod. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And rate us five stars. Yes. Ooh, swipe right on Tinder. We also want to thank our fabulous, brilliant, oh, beautiful, so brilliant. Talented, so talented, irreplaceable producer Tori. Yes. That's me. Thanks, ladies. Next time on What Are We? We talk about exercise. How Latana got that. <laughs> and who Sandra saw at spin class. Join us then. We love, love you. you. Bye. Bye.